welcome back to another episode of In Jessica's Corner, where I'm your host, Jessica, serving up honesty, transparency, and an open invitation to keep it real, raw, and uncut. While a marketer by profession, I understand the need of genuine interaction. So as I would position your brand for greatness, it's my goal that this podcast positions my listeners to soar beyond the limitations placed on their lives, honestly take a look in the mirror of self-reflection, and journey through the process of redevelopment as I continue to do the same. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you enjoy. topic is black man please protect me there's a lot of stuff going on in the world right now and it started pushing me to ask the question black men can you protect me please I'm simply just trying to figure out why it's so difficult to bask in the shelter of the black man's protection from this cruel world In general, I feel like the black man understands the difficulty to live this life in a world that hates and fears your own existence. Black man, please tell me why must we fight for you, fight for your love, and fight for your support? It seems unless there's some personal gain of ass, security, or clout, you remain completely uninterested in pushing the agenda of complete protection of your black women. But if one goes against your favorite sports team, rapper, video vixen, celebrity, movie character, or anything else that you adore so much, you will defend them to no end. So I simply just need someone to explain to me how it becomes so simple to completely ignore the fact that black women continue to be undervalued and underappreciated. And I, I want to ask the question, do you realize our struggles? While we relentlessly support you, sometimes... Without even a thank you, we continue. We're committed to demanding respect of the African-American culture. We're committed to fighting for the value of the color of our skin. We're committed to breaking those racial barriers where we are looked at as people with capabilities versus a person of color that may or may not be capable, a person of color that may or may not be smart, intelligent, aware, or even someone that's able to carry on a valued conversation. Do you realize that we endure bashing and tearing down of black women all the time as we're striving for greatness and we continue to be ridiculed for thinking that we're better? I struggle with this one because I'm a pretty confident black woman and there are a lot of men that are intimidated by my confidence to just be who I am, demand respect, 
and not necessarily be moved by the masculinity of a man that thinks that his ideals or his perspectives would supersede mine. I'm not that person. And my husband appreciates the confidence that I have to defend myself. However, sometimes even he will say, you know, you're too independent. You're too in control. Like relinquish some of your rights to me. And so that's a struggle for me. I was raised by a single black female who taught me that I have to go get it each and every way. And so that's what I do. But I think sometimes black men don't understand that criticism of, Oh, she out here doing this and that. She thinks she's better. No, I don't. I want better. And I want you to jump on that bandwagon of wanting better with me. Because if we continue as a united front wanting better, could you imagine the power of the African-American community at that point? Just think about it for a second. Have you realized that calling and addressing us as bitches and hoes defames the value of black women every time and don't get me wrong I am a person that may use the term this bitch or that hoe when I'm upset however in general I feel like there are a lot of black men that categorize women in that fashion and say oh these hoes ain't loyal or these bitches don't want nothing but your money they chasing your bag for you you know and so in that regard I think like you have to attribute better qualities of value to these women if you want them to respect you if you continue to address women in that fashion then they will be able to understand that you don't respect me because you don't respect me as a woman of power a black woman of power you don't respect me as a human being that has value that can contribute to your life so why the hell am I even out here pushing the agenda to support you why the hell am I out here considering that I have to carry the weight of the disrespect for you on my back. Why do I feel like I have to present myself the right way in order to communicate to other cultures that just because you came in contact with that black man or that black man or that black woman or that other black woman, I am nothing like her. Why do I even have to put myself in a position where I have to defend the value and the character of African-American culture in general against people who don't even understand us? Because they've seen you disrespect and devalue me as well. So why the hell will another culture value me if they see the men in my own culture disrespect and defame and devalue me every day? Why would they care? Tell me that. Okay, moving right along. Do you realize that we're watching you neglect the frontline fight for our rights? <sighs> Brianna Taylor is very sensitive to me. Like, I don't really have detailed conversations about it, but it's one of those things where that literally could be me and OC. They could come to our house, come to the wrong house. We have guns. And if we hear shooting or something else, I can guarantee you that OC will do the same thing. And unfortunately, that could easily be near him. It hits home when the details are that consistent with your life or that consistent with what could happen if it was you. And so to watch America award their family $12 million in a civil suit, but then say that, the individuals that are being accused of said crime aren't necessarily guilty of murder, but they're guilty of 
bullets that didn't even hit the person that's dead. (laughs) I struggle with that all the time. And I feel like propaganda has shown me that social through social media, that women are the people that have been pushing the agenda of respecting and valuing this young lady's life. Women have been the people that have been clear about the fact that they're probably not going to, arrest and charge these people properly. I feel like men are upset because they understand that like, if this was a black police officer, he would obviously be in jail. I think black men are able to attribute their dismay with this decision to dang. If, if that was a black man that shot him, like we already know bro was going to jail. Or if it was just a simple situation where I'm out here shooting I was going to jail for shooting and killing someone in addition to the bullets that went into other places. I think that's how they're able to digest that. But I think it's larger than that. Like this case literally said black women, your life doesn't matter. Black women, who cares if you're dead and black men are not outraged about that. Black women continue to be angry every time a black human being's life is not valued. And I pray that at some point black men are able to give us that same level of respect across the board. Have you realized that black women are still fighting for equal pay in certain work environments? Have you realized that equality in the workplace is obviously a struggle It's a major tug of war that most often we won't even be able to address because there's some secretive operations in how people get paid. Until you develop that kind of relationship with your coworkers, you have no idea how much they get paid. You don't even have the conversation. And it's not until you're able to like have a conversation with someone or really be able to get someone that can provide a certain level of insight, that's when you begin to realize, hold up, this person makes this amount. And we're not even talking. So I can argue that this is across the board in any kind of work environment. So, you know, if you're talking about retail or you're talking about warehousing or you're talking about call centers or you're talking about um, corporate, whatever you're doing, I have found out through random conversations of people like, I think, assuming that their financial position in that role was something that was so amazing that like sometimes having an education might not make a difference. And that was a harsh reality for me because I feel like African-American culture pushes the idea that education will get you further than anything else. Now, I commend everyone that didn't go to college but is definitely chasing a major bag right now. Um, I feel like I don't have the extreme entrepreneurial spirit to really tap into that and make that my lifestyle. I do feel like I'm somebody that's probably going to have a nine to five and then I can have a side hustle that pretty much just supplements things, not really anything major. I just think it's, it's a lot of overhead and it's too much responsibility and I don't really have the drive for that. However, I also think that, you know, as you begin to progress forward in your career as a black woman, There are a lot of other struggles. So equality and pay, but then equality of opportunity as well. I personally have been in situations where I feel like there have been um, white 
counterparts that have undermined my ability, made assumptions about what I'm capable of or assumed lesser of me. And I honestly feel like it's one, because of the color of my skin and two, because of the youthful presence that I have. I'm sorry that I'm 30 and I don't look it. I'm sorry that this melanin allows me to look probably 10, 15 years younger than I really am. Not really my problem. Sorry, that's your issue. You're wrinkled and looking distressed and ran through at 30. Sorry, moving along. But I feel like that was a major struggle for me. In addition, I also feel like the African-American men in that work environment were completely aware of the same kind of interaction. But I just feel like in general, if black men defended us a little bit better, white women, men, Hispanic women, men, anybody would respect us so much more. They wouldn't think less of us. They already think less of African-Americans in general. So the African, the African-American man seems to have a little bit more value than the African-American woman. And I just wish that we had some advocates within our culture that could really propel that ideal and that message so much further than we'd be able to ourselves. It's one thing to defend yourself, but it's another thing to have another group of people defending you that gives that defense so much more value and respect. Have you considered or realized the major struggle here is that we deal with your dislike for our natural hair in a world where your hair and mine is deemed wild and untamed. So I want to throw out a disclaimer because I haven't said this. My husband is none of these things. But as a culture, I feel like social media, if nothing else, subscribes to the idea that black men will bash black women all day unless they are the perfect image of beauty. And we won't even get into that discussion today, but we're going to talk about hair because there are some men on the spectrum that love natural hair, but there are lots of men that hate it, despise it, don't even understand why you want to wear your hair like that. They would rate a girl a five simply because she decided to wear a twist out versus wearing a lace front or a closure wig. It's literally that simple. I struggle with dealing with men that don't necessarily embrace natural hair because I do have natural hair. But in addition to that, I think I look at it like, nigga, do you know what you look like when you need a haircut? Let's take it back to about March, April when the barbershops was closed and all of y'all was looking like scruffy, homeless cavemen. Let's take it there. Your girl probably still was like, oh, you still fine, but you need a haircut kind of thing. But you telling me that when I take my braids out, I'm not cute. Okay, well, let's take it further. If you can't appreciate me when I'm not slave to the gods, you definitely can't appreciate me with my natural coils and curls. You can't appreciate me when I'm just around here with a scarf on because I'm letting my uh, three-strand twist out set. I don't care what it is. Or I'm trying to let my edges lay down for my slick ponytail to the back. I don't care what it is. You don't get, you don't get the real true version of me if all you can respect is me with some long wavy hair that's not even mine. I look at it differently. I know that some people will say, well, if you can't accept my natural hair, then you don't get the long hair. No, if you only value the long hair, then we have a problem. I don't understand why you're able 
to maintain your hair in its natural state, let's think about all the men that have these little man buns, braids. The braids on grown men, I hate. The whole braids in the middle, I'm not a fan. But I know that's some people's swag, so you know, live your life. I love a fade. I love a tapered haircut all the time. I want it to be tapered. I don't really, I mean, I'm cool with the sponge thing, but I'm not a person that pushes my opinion of what they should do with their hair on them. That's just a personal preference. We all can have preferences, but I think when you start to say that that's ugly, I don't like that, you're not pretty when, I need you, black men, to understand that if you don't deem me beautiful in a world where we're already considered ugly in general, do you not understand how much harder we have to fight in the battle of being confident and people assuming, oh, well, she's too dark. And, and, and so it happens in our own culture because women do it to women. She's too dark. She's too wide. Her stomach's too big. Her butt too big. Her, her titties too long. Her eyes big. Her lips big. Why her nose so big? Her makeup is this. Whatever it is. But black man, you have to defend us in the face of everyone else because once you begin to do that, I don't even think y'all understand it. The idea of how black women criticize each other stems from the perspective of what you all deem beautiful. So you all really have to, you have the power to change the trajectory of the African-American culture if you just position your approach differently. And I wish like you guys got that. I don't know. And maybe it's too much pressure to give you guys, but I just wish you understood that a little bit more. Beyond that, do you realize that the fight against your unrealistic idea of what we look like is a hard struggle? Y'all want us to have a 29... 3244. Most of us don't have that. Like if, if we got some wide hips, it's probably a little bit of belly with it. And that's all right. And and that's, that's exactly what I was talking about. Like y'all want us to be this ideal video vixen, but that's not realistic. Like a lot of them girls had surgery. Now some of them didn't, but a lot of them hoes had surgery. I'm not going to get surgery to appease you nigga. But what? You don't even fight for me. You don't even respect me enough to defend me in the face of everyone else that devalues me and you alike. No. Why would I do any of that to appease you? Who are you? And that's legitimately how a lot of women feel right now. I just want to be the voice of reason to give y'all an idea of like where we are, why we so upset with y'all, why we don't. And we as in women like me who are in relationships with men that aren't like that, but observe so many niggas that's just so disrespectful and unappreciative of the black women that initially gave you life. That's the only reason your hair bow down to the queen of your existence. What do you mean right now? And lastly, I just want to know if you realize that listening to you say that we are strict, we have too many standards and we need too much from the man that's supposed to support us, from the man that's supposed to respect us, from the man that's supposed to hold us to a high standard, from the man that's supposed to put my, my black beautiful queen on a podium of appreciation. Why then would you even make a statement like that? The most difficult part about all of this is while we're fighting for the world to accept you black man as yourself, you are never giving us 
never giving us the appreciation that we deserve. Like, we're really out here fighting for y'all in ways that I don't even think y'all understand. And we can't even get an ounce of that back in return because it's too risky or because y'all hoes ain't loyal or because y'all just bitches and hoes out here trying to get my bag. Like, it's bigger than that. Like, we want to see you win because black man, when you win, we win. So can you protect me, please? That's all I'm asking for. Thank y'all so much for listening to me. I hope that you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed preparing for it. Um, As always, please remember to like, share, comment, and subscribe. And come back for another episode next time. I thank you guys so much for your support. Enjoy!